Let's face it, things just may not work out with you and your real estate agent. So what do you do when it's time to fire your realtor? Are you feeling uncertain about selling your home? Do you wonder what needs to be done to get it sold, what you could sell it for, and how to get an acceptable offer? If that's the case, then Get Me Ready to Sell is the podcast just for you. Your host, Jeff Jones, is a realtor, coach, and entrepreneur, and he can help you gain the confidence you deserve to successfully sell your home. Here's Jeff. This episode of the podcast works for either sellers or buyers, so it's going to be used on both Get Me Ready to Sell and Get Me Ready to Buy, the podcast for sellers and the podcast for buyers. So let's dive into how you fire your real estate agent. Breaking up with somebody is not comfortable, but let's face it, things just may not work out with you and your real estate agent. So how do you fire your realtor? That can be complicated. It may not be as easy as you would hope that it could be if you do need to fire your real estate agent. So what are the reasons why you might want to fire your real estate agent? Let's talk about seven reasons why it may be time to break up with your realtor. The number one reason people give for not wanting to continue to work with their agent or not working with their realtor in the future is poor communication. We as realtors sometimes get an appropriate label of being poor communicators. We're either working with too many clients, we get too many distractions, there is maybe houses not coming on the market, there's nothing to report for showings of your home this week, whatever it may be, we tend to do a poor job of staying in touch with our clients you and helping you out and making sure that you're aware of all the stuff that's going on. Um, One of the things that I try to do, and I know I'm not perfect at it, is just once a week uh, dropping a note to my, my clients and letting them know anything that's happened this week, what's going on, just finding out how their life is, just trying to stay in touch. Um, I, I don't have a perfect system in place to make that happen. Uh, but that is one of those things that I really strive to do. And when it comes to using a real estate agent in the future, uh, once you help your client, once we help our clients either move out of our home or move into a home, um, many agents don't stay in touch. Just a, you know, a simple monthly card or quarterly or a couple times a year, just something so that our name stays in front of them. But sometimes the agent is just a poor communicator. Uh, they don't tell you anything. They, you're always constantly having to ask them things. Now, for me, I've discovered that when I over-communicate, my clients don't remember everything and they're asking me questions anyway. So depending on where we are in the process, I may not lay out the full picture of everything that's going to happen It's kind of like, you know, when you have a child, uh, there's no manual that tells you what that child's going to be like at four or five years old because every child is unique. So I learned early on when I would would talk to a seller or a buyer and take them through the entire process of what's going to happen. I'm constantly getting questions at at the next big milestone. What's going on here? What's happening here? Uh, So I just tell them enough to get us through where we're headed. Uh, Sometimes I initiate what's next 
Uh, but a lot of times I'll wait until they begin to ask questions because when they're asking questions, they're likely to learn it better. Uh, so it's not really that I'm not communicating with them. I'm letting them know uh, when I'm communicating the right stuff when they're ready to hear the right stuff. So anyway, but lack of communication is one reason or poor communication is one reason why you may want to fire your realtor. Another reason, the second reason you may want to fire your realtor is you're just incompatible. You know, divorce rate is high. People who fall in love and choose to spend the rest of their lives together, some of them just can't make it work for a variety of reasons. Uh, some legitimate reasons, uh, at least from their relationship perspective, and some reasons that are just kind of petty, just any excuse to, to move on because things got difficult. But sometimes you and your realtor are just incompatible working together. Uh, I know in talking with realtors, uh, there are times that we want to fire clients. And I know agents who have fired clients before because the client is just um, has uh, poor expectations, um, is overbearing. Uh, just it's just they're just difficult. Uh, they're not willing to negotiate or move on anything that they uh, of the criteria that they're either wanting when they sell their home or buy a home. And it's just difficult. And that agent just can't satisfy that client. But in the same perspective, sometimes the realtor, you're just not compatible with each other. You rub each other the wrong way. Every time you're around, every time you're together and around each other, there's just friction. And that's not comfortable for you. And it's not comfortable for the agent. So that incompatibility may be a reason that you want to consider breaking up with your real estate agent. The third reason you may want to break up with a real estate agent, with your realtor, is that they're unprofessional. And I'm not talking about dress necessarily. It, it fits the culture. Sometimes I am in a pullover in nice golf shorts, even though I don't golf, uh, in tennis shoes, sometimes even nice sandals, depending, you know, if it's 95 degrees outside and it's very humid, it's humid where I live, um, I'll look nice, but I might be dressed comfortable. Other times I'm going to be in a, you know, a button up shirt uh, and uh, khakis or, you know, black pants, you know, some, some semi formal, some not formal, some semi dress pants or some nice jeans. Uh, I see agents also around with the jeans that look like they have, um, seen better days, but they bought them that way. You know, the stone wash, the holes cut, uh, but that's who their client is. So I also try to match my client. So when I'm talking about being unprofessional, I'm not really talking about dress unless they just show up all the time and just don't seem to care about themselves. Uh, I'm talking about being late, you know? Um, yes, there's traffic. Yes, things happen. But when your agent, it's constantly late. That's just unprofessional. Uh, when your agent is rude, uh, either how they address you, if they're talking down to you, uh, some realtors have a huge ego and they think much more highly of themselves than everybody else does. Um, and that's just rude. And if they're talking down to you as if you don't know anything and they're the smartest person in the room, you know, the key to being the smartest person in the room is not acting like, you know, you're the smartest person in the room. Okay. Uh, cause you really may not be, um, but, uh, they may talk down to you, uh, or they may talk bad about others. Uh, there are other agents or talking bad about, um, 
somebody who you may know, or just you hear them talking bad about their broker or about their spouse or their kids. If they're talking bad about those people, what are they maybe saying about you? And that's just unprofessional. Let's face it. We all have bad days. Sometimes the people we love the most frustrate us the most. Um, but, you know, we don't need to be labeling them. We don't need to be talking bad about them to others. Uh, we just need to to kind of let things ride. Um, so, you know, some realtors are just unprofessional. Um, they, they miss deadlines, all kinds of reasons that you may choose to, that you're not going to continue working with that agent. The fourth reason you may want to break up with your real estate agent is they're lazy. They're just lazy. Uh, they don't provide much assistance at all. Uh, they think that selling your house is as easy as just putting a sign in the yard and putting some details in the MLS and making it go live and let all these other agents call and schedule showings and look at it or, you know, just just have it magically appear that people want to go and buy this property. They're just lazy when it comes to um, the marketing of your home or they're lazy in trying to find you a home. They just set a search up in the MLS and when you see something you want, that's, that's what they're going to do. Now, I tend to do more of that, of waiting on my buyer because I'm not pushing them to buy. I am constantly searching for properties. I'm not just looking in our MLS. I'm looking everywhere I can find properties that may be listed, that may be on social media. Uh, and if it's like a for sale by owner, I can see everything that's listed by agents in our market. But there may be other homes for sale that fit my clients that aren't in, uh, aren't listed by an agent. So they're going to be a for sale by owner. They're going to be on Zillow. They're going to be on some for sale by owner sites. They may be on social media. So I'm going to be looking for those. And I'll do my best to stay in touch with my client and say, hey, you know, nothing popped up this week that fits your criteria because sometimes it is just a specific criteria and it's difficult to find. But not being able to find a property and not looking for a property is not the same thing. So when, you know, if we're lazy, if that agent is not helping at all, they're not looking, they're not providing any kind of assistance, maybe they're giving you lousy advice uh, or no advice at all on what you need to do. Um, but they're just lazy. They're not working hard for you. Hey, thanks for listening so far. I just want to make sure that you know about readytosellscore.com. On that website, you'll choose some statements that best describe how ready you are to sell your home. Then you'll get a customized list of items of things that you need to do to actually get ready to sell your home. I look forward to being able to help you any way I can. Now, back to the show. The fifth reason you may want to break up with your agent is lack of knowledge. Are you a military vet and you're working with a realtor who doesn't understand um, the VA guidelines and how you can be helping all that? Uh, maybe you're a senior and you're going to be looking for a home that has uh, handicap accessibility. Um, there are agents out there who've gone through a certification for being a senior representative specialist. I have not done that certification that's on my list to get done. Uh, but I'm aware of those things because I have aging parents. But anyway, their, their lack of knowledge, they may not know the type of home that you want or the type of loans that a buyer could, could have if they come to buy your home, the types of loans that you could get looking for a home, uh, who, 
who some inspectors are, just a variety of things that they may not know. They may have just gotten their real estate license. And I don't mean just recently. I just mean worked hard enough to just get their license so that they can call themselves a real estate agent. They've joined the National Association of Realtors so they can call themselves a realtor. But that's all they do. They've not pursued anything else. They've not done anything more than the minimum continuing education hours that they have to have for their particular state. Um, they've just done the bare minimum. To me, that's not a good agent, but that's up to you. That may be exactly what you need, but you also may discover that your agent just doesn't have the knowledge that's needed to take care of getting your home sold or helping you find a home. Sometimes that knowledge is marketing, getting your home marketed, uh, searching for those homes, uh, helping you get moved, all those things. But lack of knowledge may be a reason. The sixth reason you may want to fire your real estate agent is that they have undeveloped negotiation skills. Now, I have gone through the real estate negotiation expert um, certification, but um, not every agent has done that. And even when I've done, even though that I've done that, I know different techniques for negotiation, but that doesn't mean that I'm always going to be successful with that. However, uh, I think I've developed them pretty well uh, and I'm constantly doing that. I know I'm constantly growing and learning, but some agents don't have any negotiation skills. Uh, they, they just um, make offers and hope for the best or make a counter offer and hope for the best. Uh, but they're working on your behalf. There are negotiation skills that can be learned because if it wasn't the case, you wouldn't have specific hostage negotiators or uh, business negotiators. Negotiation is a skill that can be developed. Your realtor may not have them. That may not be um, totally necessary in your market if it's an easy sell or an easy buy. But if things are going to be difficult, you want to know that you have somebody who can negotiate for you. You may not know that on the front end, but you may discover it later on and decide, hey, this just isn't working because you've not been able to get any kind of a deal. Uh, you haven't had any counter offers to purchase your house uh, be accepted by you. So there may be some reason there that your agent just isn't effective at getting negotiation done. And the seventh reason you may want to fire your real estate agent is being unethical. Your agent is just unethical. Uh, you hear them talk about cutting corners, about uh, doing things that might harm other people. Uh, they're just behaving in a manner that's just not ethical. If your agent calls themselves a realtor, uh, we're going to talk about this in a future episode, but just real quickly, they are bound by a code of ethics. And you're going to find a link to that code of ethics in the show notes uh, whether you are watching this podcast uh, on the YouTube channel or you're listening to it wherever you get podcasts. Uh, but you're going to find a link to the National Association of Realtors Code of Ethics uh, in the show notes or the links uh, somewhere in these links. But either way, there are a code of ethics that realtors live by. And so maybe you're discovering that your agent is not being ethical. Um, they there it's just it's just not going to work and being unethical is ultimately going to come back probably and have an impact on you so there are seven reasons why you might want to break up with your realtor and fire that agent so let's talk about how to fire your agent correctly 
That may be simple and it may be difficult, but let's talk about how you do that. First, you need to look at the terms of the agreement. If you have, um, and this is going to depend on the market you're in, the, um, the forms that that brokerage uses or the forms that the state provides, each state is going to be a little different because they manage contract law about how you can actually fire an agent that you've hired. The brokers, uh, the buyer's agency agreements that I work with in one of my states, if I'm working with a buyer and they're hiring me to work with them, one of those, there's a line in there that explains how to break up with the agent. So we're talking about looking at the terms of the agreement. That particular agreement has a line in there that says all they have to do is give us 14 days notice that they're terminating the buyer's agency agreement and it's over with. Um, some states uh, may not have that. Uh, the listing agreement where uh, I'm actually listing a house to represent you as a seller, there's no clause in our listing agreement for breaking up with us, for firing us. It, it runs until that expires. However, there are always ways to negotiate. Again, it's an agreement and agreements can tend, can maybe, I say maybe, maybe be negotiated. So if you want to break up with your agent, take a look at what's in the contract. If there's, if it's clearly spelled out, proceed in that way. If there's nothing that talks about how you terminate, then you want to have a conversation with your agent. Just talk to your agent. Chances are they know things aren't working out either. Uh, they may be blindsided because they're one of those unprofessionals or lazy um, or unethical, so they may get blindsided by it. But if you're incompatible, if they know, they sense that you've been frustrated because they haven't been staying in touch with you or giving you the information that you need, they're probably aware that things aren't going well. Uh, it's rare that a breakup between a couple or a marriage happens out of the blue and somebody is totally surprised. It happens, but it's rare. So talk to your agent. If they're ethical agent and if they recognize that things just aren't working out, they're likely to agree to terminating the agreement with you. And that's signing another document that terminates the agreement. And that's all great. If the agent is giving you difficulty, even though they're an independent contractor, they work under a broker, uh, in, in a brokerage. Have a conversation with the broker. Make sure you've been able to document your issues you have with your realtor and you're able to go to that broker and you're able to lay out four or five specifics and maybe some dates and some stuff there that haven't worked out. Cause if you just go in and say, Hey, I just don't like this person or I, um, I've just decided not to, you know, if you decided not to buy, then just don't buy anymore. Tell them you're not going to buy anymore. Um, but if you're, if you're not going to sell your house anymore, you decide to take it off the market, explain your reasons why. Uh, and hopefully the broker is reasonable and will agree. If, if neither the broker nor the agent agree, have a conversation with your lawyer. Uh, I hate that it is that way. And there's going to probably be some, some part of the contract. There may be some part of the contract that talks about pursuing legal action. What would happen there, but you have a right to pursue legal action to terminate a contract. So talk to your lawyer to find out how you might need to move forward with all that. 
if your agent is a realtor, like I said, you've heard me talk about they've joined the National Association of Realtors, uh, then you're able to file a complaint with the local realtor board. Depending on what happens with this complaint, um, you file that, you contact the local realtor board, you um, initiate filing a complaint, um, they'll begin to look into it, depending on if it's substantiated or not, it could uh, ultimately result in that agent uh, maybe being suspended from the board for a while, uh, having their license temporarily uh, put on hold, or it's possible, depending on how bad they've behaved, it's possible that it could ultimately terminate their license and they're no longer a realtor. So if you're having trouble with your agent, talk to them, talk to the broker, maybe pursue a lawyer, uh, file a complaint with realtor board, uh, but always start with looking at the terms of the agreement. And one of the things that's in the agreement, I know in my agreements, if I'm listing a property, of course, I put in there what it's going to have in there, what the professional services fees are going to be for me marketing their home and getting their home sold uh, and how much of that I'm going to share, cooperate with their buyer's agent when they bring for them to bring that buyer uh, for their professional services for bringing the buyer. But it's also going to have in there what happens if um, if you make your house unmarketable, decide to pull it from the market or our uh, and if that happens, then I've put a dollar amount in there that that you're going to agree that you're going to agree to. And again, we negotiate that. But there's a dollar amount in there that if we terminate or if you choose not to sell, you're not going to move, you're going to rent it out, whatever. There's a there's a minimum amount in there that my brokerage is going to be paid because from the very beginning, I've already put money into it. Most every listing that I have. Um, I initially have between five and $700 into it just in cash, not counting my time uh, because of the ads that I begin running to, to get out beyond my MLS and the professional photographer that I use and the video and drone footage and all of that. So I'm dropping, you know, five, six, seven, maybe $800 or more uh, on the front end. And if you come back a couple of weeks later and decide that you're going to fire me or not sell your home, um, then I, I want my compensation because I wouldn't have spent that money if that wasn't, if I wasn't going to get some something down the road when we actually closed on selling your property. But we have all that conversation up front. Uh, and if, um, if you're, uh, if you're either a buyer or a seller and our agreement terminates and a buyer that looked at your home while it was, while we were under agreement, when we had an agreement together, a buyer that looked at your home because I was the listing agent and they come back and buy your home in a certain amount of time after our agreement terminates, uh, my brokerage still gets those professional services fee. The same thing if I'm working with a buyer. If a buyer fires me and goes back the next week and buys a house that I showed them, then my brokerage is going to get those professional services fee. Uh, because in our contract, it says, and there's a, a date range, probably about either 30 to 60 days that after our agreement ends, either because we just got to the end and nothing happened and it ended naturally because there's always an ending date in these contracts. Um, if it just goes to that or if it terminates and um, they go back and buy a property, 
or that, that they've already looked at or sell a property again as a seller that that the, somebody saw it while I was the, the agent, then my brokerage is going to get that professional services fee. So just because you terminate the agreement doesn't mean that they're still not going to be somewhat involved in the uh, actual closing of either the home that you're selling or the home that you're buying. You still may be connected with them a little bit uh, just until everything finally closes. So I know this wasn't necessarily a great topic today. And my wife even said, why are you going to even talk about firing your agent? Well, because sometimes that's just reality. Life happens. Things happen. Uh, you just decide to part ways, uh, go a different direction. Uh, you need to know whether you're selling or buying, how you might need to fire your agent if you do. I hope you never need what I presented to you in this episode. But if you do, you at least know why you may need to do it and how you may need to do it. Thanks for hanging with me today on the Get Me Ready to Sell podcast and the Get Me Ready to Buy podcast. If you're in my market, I would love to help you sell your home or buy a home. And that's in the Mid-South, the Memphis uh, metro area, Tennessee and Mississippi. If you're not in my market, I have a network of agents across the nation and in some other countries. So if you're looking to sell your home or to buy your home, reach out to me. You can find me on some links below here. I would love to be able to help connect you with an agent in your area who you're not going to want to fire. Let me tell you that. Um, and again, it's an agent who I would, uh, as best I can tell, trust with my mother-in-law. Listen to some other episodes if you want to know why that's a deal. Hey, again, as always, I hope that you will uh, like the, the episode here today, that you'll leave a review. There's a link below on how you can review this episode so that others who are in the same position as you are may find it because you liked it, because you recommended it. Hope that you can leave me a five-star review. Um, and also make sure you check out Ready to Sell Score or ReadyToBuyScore.com. Those help you by choose, you choose some statements and they help you know how ready you are to sell or how ready you are to buy. Hope you'll check those out. Leave me some reviews, share this with your friends and make sure you subscribe so that you are the first to know when there's more information out there about selling your home or buying your home. Have a blessed day. Hey, thanks for listening today. Make sure to check out the show notes for any links to websites I may have mentioned and for a transcript to this episode. If you're listening on podcast, but you'd rather watch it, you can discover it on our YouTube channel. Just look for Get Me Ready to Sell. You deserve to be confident in your home selling process. And if you have an agent already working with you, they should be helping you. If not, let's have a conversation to see how I may be able to help you get ready regardless of the market you're in. There are three things that you can do right now to get yourself ready to sell. Number one is visit readytosellscore.com. Choose a few statements and you'll discover how ready you may be or not to sell your home. Number two is to download the tips for preparing your home for sale. There's some items in there. I think we've covered them in a previous podcast, but you will want to see what those items are to make sure you're ready. And number three, schedule a conversation with me to develop a personalized plan to get you ready to sell your home. Have a blessed day.